Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so wonderful to have your company again for another episode, episode 295, as we count down towards episode 300. And incidentally, stay tuned for another live stream as we get ready to do a ton of giveaways. Put it in your calendar. All right, joining they me... They keep talking about this live stream. Who's organizing this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Scotty oh. and I look at each other going, uh-oh. <laughs> Joining me today, we're going we're gonna to talk news today and we're going to talk what we're excited for in 2023. we got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. And Scotty. Hello there. And you're, you're a pro. You're a pro at doing these live streams, Frank. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? You got <laughs> I, some... I wouldn't say that. That's <laughs> your words. Did you get some... You got some pretty good feedback from some... From... AV experts. experts. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. I, I, our good friend Matt Teal has yeah. been, uh, no sooner did we do our last live stream and he hit me up and sort of said, oh, look, that, you know, that was pretty good. Here's some, uh, he's given us some suggestions some of some little equip, little bits of equipment we can buy to make things uh, a bit smoother. And uh, yeah, so I guess it wasn't so bad. It's just, there's that moment where you're just like, oh God, we're live to the world. There's no editing involved here. <laughs> That's yeah. what does it for me. Yes. Well, so for, for those of you in Australia, we'll post some dates a little bit closer to the time, but we record generally on a Saturday night. So it'll be um, for all you guys around that sort of 8, 8.30-ish time, depending on where you are in Australia on the Saturday night. But we'll put out some dates. So get that one in your calendars. Put your thinking caps on because there will be plenty of giveaways it's uh gonna be on the 25th of february oh there you go Ooh, 20, 20. so says the ep executive producer yes. the guy who's not ready for it in any way shape or form <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent uh, very very good now exciting episode for us today there's a lot of great news there is but speaking of calendars and before we get to that yes how was your Christmas, everybody? We didn't have time to talk about it last no, week. it was jam-packed. Because it was jam-packed getting through all the uh, 2022 stuff. Scotty, New Year's, Christmas, how'd you go? I um, Very hectic going into that period of time for yeah. me uh, with a new job and whatnot. So, uh, so for me and Joe, this was an opportunity just to isolate, to stop, <laughs> to, to, to slow down. Yep. Um, we had actually previously arranged not to catch up with our with family. We're going to do that a little bit later this month. Mm. So we essentially had 10 days uh, with a house full of food and oh. a small amount of alcohol and <laughs> just to be ourselves for, yeah. you know, for, yeah. for, for 10 days. So we got out and about. We did a few bits and pieces. I caught up with Brett Owen and, and Sarah and we had some, uh, some, some beers and some comic talk. Uh, but look, it was a chance to unwind, to relax, which almost happened before I realized I had to go back to work three days from now. Uh, but that, that was the idea. And we, yeah. we literally just did nothing. Now, is there a tradition, Amazing. a Christmas tradition in your household, which involves on Christmas morning, 
cracking some some scotches. You'd be talking about the the glass of bourbon. The glass of bourbon Ooh. is it? Yes. Yes. That, that, that substitutes continue? our coffee in the morning. Yeah, I oh, love it. Yeah, I love absolutely, that. absolutely. Um, without family coming to see us on Christmas Day, it wasn't that necessary. But yes, we did in fact maintain that tradition of a, of a nice Christmas bourbon to start the day. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. Trent. Uh, look, it was just very, very low. I didn't have a lot of time off, mm. so I was pretty much straight back to work. I'm, sorry, I shouldn't say that in front of Ben here because <laughs> my, just my, like, my one week probably uh, was, was uh, heaven. But look, no, it was it was wonderful. Man, I, like Christmas fell on good dates this year. Like yeah. it was kind no, of it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> well, it, for me, it, in the sense that like I got a lot of the the sort of the family stuff. Not to say out of the way, but you know, like it was done out early. Of the way. Yeah. yeah, like it was done. Like sometimes when Christmas weirdly falls at the kind of I don't know the end of a week or something, mm. you feel like you, ha- I, I, you haven't had time to wind down, have a break. We- this time it was sort of all done and dusted, and I had like a, just a week of relaxing, nice. which was nice. Got down to the beach, did a lot with the kids, mm. um, set up a new. We're building like a new rumpus room, and when I say building, we're basically doing a shed conversion. So we did a lot of work cleaning up the shed, getting yeah. that ready. I put a massive. My parents had a. They they had a really really nice TV mounted on their um, wall in their lounge room. But like for my parents, though, it, it got a bit old and the SBS app stopped working. So they couldn't stream SBS. So they're like, oh, we need a new TV. <laughs> so they this TV was fantastic. So I basically mounted it in our garage and I've set up the PS4 on it. And it so it's, it's phenomenal TV. It's huge. So now the so, boys can each play Fortnite on, in different rooms? Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It works. We, we can do like four-player Fortnite, one on the Switch. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. So that was, that was progress. And... Yeah, got got some some cool toys as well. So, which we talked a bit about last last week. Um, so all in all, fantastic Christmas. Beautiful, cool, cool, cool. Do I dare ask, Ben? Yeah, no. Like, I I had a very quiet Christmas because I was working either side, and when I say either side, it means Christmas Eve. I finished work at five thirty, six o'clock, and yeah. I was back at work at seven thirty on Boxing Day, oh, uh, and worked nine hours or something. No extra pay, no, 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 you know, nothing. Like mm. just anyway, that's my the life I've chosen. So uh, I've got to deal with it. So yeah, anyway, um, the positive notes. I opened uh, my playmates last Ronan figure nice. on Christmas yeah, Day, cool. sort of a present to myself and things. So that was amazing figure. Didn't quite make my. Uh, figures of the year, you know, list and things. But I shout out because uh, got some time in the afternoon on Christmas Day to take some photos in, in the heat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, really, really cool. Really blown away by how cool that figure was because um, uh, the family ran off to uh, Goolwa and uh, sort of in the Victor Harbour area uh, what, between, um, you know, just after, uh, just after New Year's. I was stuck at work, you know, working and things, but that was cool. I caught up with Osti and things, got my a laser beast from him, and that set me off buying more laser beasts. <laughs> so that was cool, have, uh, catching up with him. Caught up with Davey, uh, had a barbecue with him and his family. Uh, massive respect for uh, opening his house to me. And we just about finished up dinner and things, and I'm ready to, you know, go home and feed the animals and things. And uh, Dave says, oh, hang around. Uh, do you want to hang around and watch a movie tonight? 
we're thinking of watching Alien versus Predator. Oh, and and wow. honestly, I couldn't press play on the remote <laughs> fast enough. And, uh, apparently, I gave a little bit more commentary than what was welcomed. But uh, <laughs> hey, that, that's their um, you know that's their issue with inviting me to watch that's a movie right. that I'm so passionate about. Uh, but that's a movie I. Don't, I didn't like because I did the stupidest thing and I read the gra- the novel first yeah. when it came out. Never I was so excited to see the movie. I read the novelized adaption of the movie, <laughs> and the the let's just say the novel was better than the movie because <laughs> they went to think that maybe they had a different script and they went deeper sure. into the yep. editor's yep. cut than what we saw actually on screen. So I've always had a bit of a, a mission towards that film, but that was kind of cool watching it for the first time in a long time and mm. uh, it is a decent film and uh, Ollie really you know rated it fairly high and that was right. exciting t- to see someone who hadn't seen it before yeah and uh, I caught up with one of uh, long-term friend um, Dan from uh, you know uh, up in um, Victor and that so that was awesome uh, again you know whole family round to for a barbecue and uh, he's into his comics and things so he showed me some uh, silver age comics and all this sort of stuff that he was very proud of and uh, it's just amazing to uh, share someone's passion and see something, you know, outside of your own wheelhouse. So um, I, I, in in all the work and all the you know non time off I had, uh, I did have some yeah. really great events and I made the most of it uh, by um, you know uh, reaching out to awesome people and spending time, you know, with them. So yeah, beautiful, good job. Yeah, we uh, we went down to Ali's parents live at uh, Victor Harbour, which for those who don't know, uh, South Australia is kind of like the the furthest possible beach from where I am in the northern <laughs> suburbs. Yeah. Um, and so it was look, that's where her parents live, and they're sort of getting to that age where they're probably not going to be able to host Christmas too much longer. So we thought let's give a you know one one big last hosting, get the whole family down there. It was really great. Uh, we booked out what they referred to as a safari tent. We weren't going to stay at her parents' place, just too small. Um, and it was the closest thing. I would call it glamping, really. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yep. Whilst the, the walls and, and the roof were canvas, we had our own uh, you know toilet, shower, bath, all that sort of stuff. Um, a, a lovely decking where you could have breakfast in the mornings with a, a built-in Weber to cook the bacon and eggs. And oh, looking out over the ocean, like amazing, amazing place. Yeah. Uh, Jack is either going to become a surfy or an Olympic swimmer because he just loves the water. That kid, he's we, we'd take it in our shifts in the swimming pool wow. of him just getting up, jumping in, and eh, the floaties on and stuff. He's only three, but and and he's he's literally rubbing his eyes and buddy, should we get out? Now? No, no, <laughs> not, one not, more, one more yeah. jump. I'm like, okay, and then I think Christmas Day he ended up sleeping like he fell asleep and couldn't. We could not wake him at five p.m. And me and Ali are looking at each other going, "This is." He's going to wake up at like three in the morning. Nah, he slept for like 12 hours. Wow. <laughs> so we're like, cool, mission accomplished. Yeah. You know, Merry Christmas. So, so now you're trying to map a pool in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. Is um, Yeah, he had a great time. Great Christmas um, with all the family down there. And then we come up and come back home and did a couple of Christmas things with my family up here. And yeah, it was that thing. No sooner had all the events finished, it's like, Oh, now I have to go back to work and yep. get some actual work done. So, yeah, but uh, very good. I, you know, as Ali said, for the first time in her life, she goes, "I've got, a, I've got a tan where my watch is." So that's a good sign that we were outside an awful lot. Very good. All right, let's get into our first segment. Three, two, one. 
Cue music. So what have you got for me? All right, it's a yearly tradition for NECA to release some beautiful sort of art, uh, not artwork, checklists checklists, uh, for their uh, toys and things. And so they give a bit of a wraps for all their subcategories and showcase what's come out before. Sneak a few ones in. And sneak a few ones in, that's right. And that's always exciting to pick out the ones that uh, are new and that we haven't seen before. So first up, we've got the Eastman and Lard Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles run, and that goes all the way back to the Four Horsemen Turtles from 2008. Is that right? Trent, yeah, around that, yeah, yeah. 2008, yeah, so, 2009. Yeah, so so it's got those ones in there. It's got the black and white turtles. It's got the April O'Neil with the two um, the foot mouses. So, uh, mouses mm-hmm. That's right. And then it goes into the more modern ones. So you've got the uh, Shredder and his elite. Uh, guards and things. That was the San Diego Comic Con thing. You've got Shredder from the Loot Crate. Loot Crate yeah. Mouses from that uh, early era as well. And then we start getting into the more modern uh, in the last year or two uh, releases. So you've got the Utron, Future Toyed, uh, Renee uh, in her uh, blue and her uh, comic book accurate red color scheme. Casey Jones, Claw Shredder also from the Loot Crate. Uh, Shredder clones, we've seen him before. No release date yet on that, but um, definitely a must-have. Uh, the black and white shred, Shredder and the Foot Soldier from the Walmart yeah, the things. Walmart yeah, code things. Yeah. Uh, the um, Triceraton Zog. Uh, oh, he's he's so the, chunky. Um, yeah, saw him at the San Diego Comic Con. A new edition, we've got the Shredder, sort of comic book accurate, but this is a battle damage one without the uh, mask on. Well, he's taken those two katanas to the chest. That's right. Yeah. Do you know that's what? That's from the panel. He needs, oh. needs to have an alternate torso where Leo just runs him through. Like, yeah. You can put a sword. And that face through, going, yeah. ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's really cool. And a beautiful different variation for the uh, old Shredder Shrine, I mm. reckon. Uh, the Foot and Forcer. I don't remember this one. It's He's all blue. That's instead from of a moonlight, the, uh, from the dream color sequence. Scheme. Like where April's dreaming. No, the Foot Shredder clones are from there, aren't they? That's yeah. where the clones are from. But just oh, the way, right. just the shading in the blue makes Could me be. think of that, yeah. that dream sequence. But um, either yeah. that or where Leo you know, goes out and gets beat up yep. by a hundred different yeah. foot soldiers. Yeah, could so. be, could be. Mm. He's just with wacky colours. I don't, I don't Anyway, uh, Splinter with an Utrom and a Mouser in a very cool comic book, sort of almost dog-like yeah. uh, facial yeah. expressions. Oh, so. And then uh, the sort of Michael Dooney, the sort of more buff and... Um, Later run. Yeah, yeah. square-looking um, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo and Donatello. Uh, in um, looking really cool. So that uh, rounds out the Eastman and Lard ones. We've got the Archie Comics uh, slash Mare... What's his name? Mare, Man Ray. Man Ray, yeah. Ray, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadman and Jaguar. They look cool. And then lots from the last Ronin. You've got... A the, lot of them um, are new because really we've only had Michelangelo to date in yes, two versions. Yes. But so. these were also all revealed at the last San Diego Comic Con or whatever yep. the mm-hmm. last reveals. All right, take us through the NECA cartoon series, Trent. Well, these are very, very exciting. I'm just trying to think what the sort of the new ones are. Um, there's think, that bug guy. Bug yeah, the bug guy, guy we've, we've seen, seen him. him. Bug man. The, bug man. the kid then, turtles. The baby turtles. Yes, baby turtles. Yeah. yeah. And Space Adventure Donatello. Yes. I think I feel him. like he was new. Yep. Space Adventure Usagi. He looks like he's a... Um, 
from the Yellow Lantern Corps. Yes. Doesn't he? Like, it's a bit yes. of a Sinestro Corps. <laughs> That's, That's a great cool. Yeah. Um, and then Napoleon Colossus. I think we might have seen teasers for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's very, very big and chunky looking as well. And then when you get into the villains, there were a couple of these... Um, oh, we got, we got names for some of the other ones. But um, there, there's like those gangsters from the very early... I think very early episodes, and mm. they've called. I think we Jersey Red, that's the female gangster, and Grunt, Tall Thug, and Short Gangster, and and we saw some alternate heads. That Tall Thug has like a foot for a face as an alternate. <laughs> he's got he's got the Sarah Michelle Gellar face. Um, oh um, wow! Grunt Grunt is like what turns into a frog. Is it? I think so. That was a reference from Family Guy, by the way. Sam. Um, Peter what? Griffin, Sarah Michelle Gellar. That was a, no, not Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> She's uh, gorgeous. Um, Sorry, I was. Are you saying, I think think Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. That's oh, that's right. family guy. Yeah. Sarah right. She looks like a foot. foot. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was like, yeah. how dare Sarah, you? Yeah, we've, no, we've, Sarah, just, we've just <laughs> lost Patreons and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's just that? stormed out. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar is uh, gorgeous. Um, what? And the short gangster turns into like a. Like animal from the um not animal the the dog Yuck. from the Muppets. I've got get your references I've got, right. I've, man. Got, I've lost it. Um, <laughs> he's got like some alternate shaggy dog face. Yeah, these some yeah, of these they're, some they're of these deep cartoon cuts, right? ones are super deep cuts, and this is this was always my concern with his line from day one because the the cartoon, as iconic as it is, gets really wacky real fast. It does get yeah, it does get wacky real fast. A couple of these these we'd seen before, but there are names to them now. So there's like the the red pirate guy. He's called Dirk Savage, mm-hmm. and there was these two kind of samurai type characters: one with blue skin, male guy, and then one we thought might have been Karai, but yeah. that is actually yep. Lotus. No, Lotus. Yep. And I don't know what how to pronounce his name: Kaka Kakakichi, Kakakichi, or something. Mm. So anyway, so it, it it look at this point the tune line is getting very very obscure. Yep. Um. I don't know who's kind of... I, these are all for me, take it or leave. It's really... Um, those those Toon Turtles, are uh, those baby turtles are pretty cool. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and I like the idea. I, I actually have a soft spot for Rex 1, who, again, we'd seen before. Yep. But that I remember that episode quite well. Yep. And he, to me, is a bit more iconic. But yeah, the others are very, very, very deep. Um, and I don't know how many... I don't honestly know how much more is in this line. Mm. Yep. Yeah, no, it's well, a, it's there's a uh, sewer lair diorama's got to be close yeah. mm. as well. So. That might be a good way to, to end the line. Hey, speaking of lines that should end. Um, <laughs> but it's elite, Frank. It's elite. It's, there's nothing elite about these. We we alluded to these in our uh, uh, best of 2022, which is ironic because there's nothing best about them. Um, Playmates are still making uh, Ninja Turtle figures uh, unfortunately, but these are the same old bucks from, as we said, about 2008 or whatever. No, 2012, sorry. Um, and they've put a hat and a trench coat on uh, a Leonardo and a Michelangelo. Couldn't even be bothered giving us all four turtles, P.S. That just kind of hurts me. Um, and what's interesting about these is that they're, they're done in, at a glance. And, and look, we're looking at a very sort of zoomed out picture they look neckerish, right? That's in the best of, thing about these. That's right. The, the packet, they're boxed. It's a yeah. window box. It's got. It's using the movie font uh, 
at the top it's even got a picture of like movie raf like from the movie it's a class as a ninja elite series with leonardo and michelangelo and <laughs> they couldn't even pay for the uh little um extra triangle bit to be the individual turtle they just had to mass just generic it, generic yeah. it. Yeah. yeah um yeah these are hitting shells in the u.s i'm sure they will make its way to australia and the bargain bins here at some point um and then alongside those we've got single releases of the shredder figure this came out yep. i've uh, got it i've had it for a while did it come out as part of a two-pack? Two pack. Yep. Yeah, came with right. uh, Leo, I think. Yeah, and yeah. then we've got a single release of that well, very undersized. No, it came out. Uh, sorry, came out with Donnie. Donnie okay. I got Donnie, and then uh, Triceraton came with another character. Yep. And then you got Rocksteady and Bebop with uh, the other two that's turtles. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who these are for. That that's probably my biggest beef. Those 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 turtle characters in the trench coats are clearly aimed for people who remember the movie. Anyone who loves that movie the way we do, you're going to get le- the legit NECA product, right? What, uh, what, what is this doing here? I, I, I don't get I, it. I honestly do not understand why. They, the only thing I can think of is they need to put out a certain amount of product to keep the license. Yep. I, I, why would you do this? Yep. It seems... Why would you do this when NECA have got the, the Raphael and the trench coat? Yep. Why? That's just... It's very pointless. <laughs> Why? Yep. Why? Yep. Stop it! Why? But let's let's talk Con. about. <laughs> <laughs> you good with the references tonight, mate? You're all over the place. I love it. Um, let's talk about some good turtles. We saw a tease from our friends at Mezco saying they were doing turtles a little while back, and finally they get revealed. It is a one mega deluxe four pack with all four turtles. Um, one thing we know about Mezco is they are big on their accessories. To put it into context, every turtle comes with three alternate heads, um, along with all the myriad of hands you can expect, all the different weapons. There's cloth goods in there. There's a Walkman for Michelangelo. They all get the turtle communicators. Um, this is, I think, accessory-wise, amazing. The style-wise, in terms of what these what style these turtles go for now the the image they've chosen is that classic the iconic uh, cover from the comics which issue they've been one. Able to, issue one thank you um but these are sort of they're an interesting amalgamation of styles they are and i think that that's they're not one particular reference in terms of artistic certainly they've got those three heads you talked about with very unique expressions to the different characters but in that photo They've got their Playmates OG kind of toy head in yeah. terms of the way they're grinning. What I'm really interested, Frank, I know when this hit, there was a fair bit of chatter on the Discord about, you know, I know you're a big Turtles collector. These are pricey. We've priced these in and they come, if you get all four, at about 130 mm. I think Pop Culture doing them for sort of 600 but you get like 60 bucks off, so 540 or something like yep. that. Where do you sit on this as of now? Like, is this something you need? Is it different enough? Is it value for money? Or is it just you're going to miss the boat on this one? This I'm really interested. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I, I was a bit... Uh, the, the price tag immediately sort of makes me go, oof. Like, particularly knowing that the Mezco stuff is in that sort of... Runs in that six-inch scale. Like... I think in the Discord I talked, spoke to this, just going, you know what? I can see the value in those quarter scale neckers, which are, you know, they were over $100 each type thing. 
uh, more than that. Um, even the Mondo Turtles, which are way more expensive again because they're that bigger sort of uh, 1.6 scale. The, the issue I have is that when you start talking around that 130 to 150 mark for a single 6-inch figure, my brain just goes, oh, I'm, I'm, I struggle with that. Um, I appreciate the fact that these are different styles. Look, they've got that the the slightly larger hands with the thinner arms. You get some turtles that are all, you know, you think the Michael Bay's where they're all roided out, sort of all arms and shoulders. These are a bit more traditional in that way. They've got they just have the coloured bandanas. I think the miss in this, they needed an alternate head for each of them with just the red. Just the red. Yep. If yep. you wanted yep. that pull. real vintage, you know, classic look to them. Well, you could put, you know, three mm. of Raph's head on, on them and then just, yeah, uh, yeah, just throw Donnie in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so look, you're buying it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredibly tempting. Um, the, the cloth goods are really nice. There were some shots of, there's one that's just a cape. There's other ones that's actually sort of like a hooded cloak that sort yep. of can represent whatever iteration of the turtles you like. I am still still, un- still thinking still about still undecided yeah, at okay. this point, and I'll I'll circle back around to this when we get uh, past the news segment. Okay. But yep, um, oh, I'm yeah, I'm on. They're the tempting, fence. right? Then I look tempting. at these and go, I'm very tempted. Yep. So okay, I, I think these are amazing. To be honest, uh, I'm I've got a couple of Mezco figures, and you know, I the the quality's there. Like, mm. there's no. Uh, you know, concerned about the quality and stuff. It is a lot of out money outlaid and it could be a one and done. Like this yeah. could be their only for, um, you know, uh, option for, for the turtles and things. But it's not uncommon to see all of them released, you know, as one box set because they did that with Ghostbusters. They've done it with Dick Tracy. They've done it with a few different Fantastic other... Fantastic Four. Fantastic yes, Four. yes, yeah. that's yep. a perfect one. Yep. yep. Uh, so, you know, it's not out of the wheelhouse for them to you know make sure that they're not stuck with, with the warehouse of donnie's you know yeah. um yeah so you know i i think it's kind of cool uh they are apparently all slightly differently Unique. sculpted yeah. Yeah. so you know look at that. um yeah. you know donnie might be more lean and raf might be a bit more bulky and yep. i don't know you know yeah, yeah. Uh, they come with pizza and all this sort of stuff it's like a the, lot of accessories yeah, yeah the accessories list is enormous um one of the other things people were saying is uh, no pupils. Yeah. Now, in my you know uh, artistic opinion, that's I love the no pupils, the right choice, yeah. Thing, but you know, you talk about well, um, you know, there should be red red bandanas. There should be ones with without bandanas at all. Mm. Maybe there should be another head with pupil options or something. You know, mm. how 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 deep does how the rabbit hole you go? go? Um, you know, so I mean, good on them for like making their own style turtles have like this have been redone so many different ways it'd be really easy for them to just go we're going to make it look like the movie or we're going to make it look like the cartoon yeah and they've just gone this this real nice amalgamation of of all of those things by by having the four colors in there instead of the reds um by giving them some classic accessories but some of the cloth goods to me speaks to the idw runs yeah like a red sort of sash thing that would go on your, your leonardo for example so They've they've really thought this through, um, and I'm just I'm I'm so incredibly tempted, um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, no, <laughs> I'm, uh, good to hear the thought process. I know if John Caulfield is a proponent for Mythic Legions, BC Talk is the equivalent proponent for Mezco. this Mezco. Yeah. He loves them, um, and and his view on this in terms of the Australian dollar price point 
pretty good value. One thirty. One thirty. He's good. saying that's about that's yeah. a that's a good. It's price. not classed as a Mezco exclusive. They're the really yep. pricey ones, as I understand it. Yeah. Well, I think Cornboy, the you know one of the head honchos of the Four Horsemen, that's his drug plastic drug of choice. Mezco. Yeah, Mezco. He's like I'm. I'm all in for everything. A Mezco. Yep. Produce. They are, you know, they're his go-to sure. outside of his own um, creation. So mm. yeah, there's a huge fan base for them. Oh you yeah. Know. Mm. All right, moving on. We've got the uh, Frogmonger, and people are listening will be like, "Who the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> this is Masters of the Universe, obviously Mattel Creations. Uh, Frogmonger. Do we have any backstory of where he comes from aside so, yeah. from the Sticker? Snake Mountain? Is that right? Yeah, it's a sticker in Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull, right. One of the hands sticking out or whatever sticking out of the uh, dungeon. Think, yeah, it's one of the stickers on the bottom yep. in the dungeon. Nice. Um, yeah, and all you really see is that head and they've made him into a figure now. I love his weapon. Just yeah, the weapon's yeah. cool. It's like a trident gun. Yeah, yep. yeah, very 50s space yes. age, like yeah, steampunk style, yep. uh, including his you know sort of collar backpack yeah, that's, whatever. That's. I think that actually has like a blast effect you can connect to. It. Okay. So right. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um. You know. He rock, is very rocket ret- firing um, frogmonger. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. And yeah, I believe that comic book is the the image we're looking at. It comes with a comic book that is basically will explain his origins and how he, you know, comes to comes to be part of Master's Law. So I believe this is a Mattel Creations one. So you got to be online at the right time to uh, to pick him up. Um. Yeah, I don't think we we spoke a little bit to this last week where we said, look, Origins is a line that could easily just redo the same figures, and and they're branching out into into new space. Do we think this is? Do we like this? Are we? I think on it board visually or? looks awesome. Yep. Uh, I think they've chosen the route right route in releasing it as a creation yeah. project. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That way, they're not going to get stuck with um you know heavy pegs and things. Yep. Uh, uh peg fillers and things, but you know, good on them for. Choosing something even I was questioning, uh, and uh, you know, making him into a three D character, and mm. you know, giving him his own lore and things. Classics went pretty deep. We didn't yeah. get a frogmonger. No, you know, so. <laughs> this yeah. this looks. I mean, to me, I mean, you know, I like the style. I really love the backpack and that neck piece and the gun. His face looks like he's a bootleg. He just looks very. <laughs> he looks like a cheap knockoff Masters figure yeah, to me. Okay. But I, I don't mind that about it. Like his head's oversized. It's it's a, it's sort of almost that tongue lasher kind of little bit like that style. Um, I think he's a horde character. Like not affiliated with the horde, but there's he's an army builder essentially. There's lots of these okay. frogmongers. Yep. So I right. think his comic book is actually Horde of the Frogmonger. And there's right. all these frog mon- frogs, like it's raining frogs from the sky. Frogs <laughs> coming out of a portal. Right. Lift up your toilet seat, there's a frog. Um <laughs> it, it's I, I think it's a cool move for Mattel. Like yeah. for creation. Clever. This is what it's about. Mm. I think we're gonna. Uh, he might outlast Space Sumo, but um, I reckon he might. He might be hanging around. He'll be super popular. Uh, well, a, a figure like this from Mattel Origins line points to the fact that this is not dead. It's not. They dead. are no. only just starting to gather <laughs> steam, and they are pushing ahead. Yep. Yep. Well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Speaking of a line that refuses to die, Marvel Legends. We have uh, seen a couple of these characters in teased in some of their various live streams, and now we get a look at the full wave of the Chode line. Chode. Chode. <laughs> I didn't want to pronounce it like that, but you went there. 
Um, <laughs> they're just an abomination with a different head. Uh, to a degree, right. yeah. It's Frogmonger. It's Frogmonger. Had uh, the Ambrosium. <laughs> it's Frogmonger when he's hit the gym. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's basically a big green guy. Um, I don't know anything about this uh, builder figure. Very abomination esque. Um, people are sort of saying you could do with a few more paint apps, but still, that is the builder figure from this wave. Some of the uh, cool figures in this wave, we get. I'll start with the obscure ones and go to the ones everyone's interested in. We get Fang, we get Starjammer Corsair, which is pretty cool because Corsair is Scotty, space pirate. He's a space pirate, but do you know who he's related to? I want to say Peter Quill. No, he no. is the father oh, of is the he Summers. Scott Summers Scott and, um, and Alex Summers. Oh, okay. yeah, he is their dad. So I knew that. Why didn't I answer that? <laughs> he's one that people have sort of been clamoring. I don't even think he got a Toy Biz figure. Like he's no. one that's sort of people... First been, time I've seen it. Yeah, been yeah. clamoring for a while. Uh, we get Chamber, who is the guy who's power is he explodes from the neck his head explodes excellent yep. fire beard <laughs> <laughs> fire beard yeah that's it uh we get monet saint saint, Cro- saint cricks i think that's how you saint say Croy. it saint croix monet saint croix saint croix um from memory she's got something where he's like she can shed her skin as part of a um like uh, chameleon type effect so she's shape a weird sort of shapeshifter i think that's cool. the red one, is it? Yeah. Look at all our research like, coming to the forefront. <laughs> she's, she's a poor man's uh, spider woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could argue I, that. Look, at a, at a real quick glimpse, I thought it was Warbird until I realised it had um, feminine features. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, we get Kid Omega, uh, which is pretty cool. That's a bit of a first-time figure as well. But the ones that most people will recognise, we get Astonishing X-Men Cyclops in the more sort of deep navy blue. And he's no, no hair. Showing, so he's got the full. Yeah, that's right. He's got the foot, the full um, helmet, not helmet, but he's got know. the sizzle effect. Yeah, on his I, I love that beam. they're doing this. Mm. Yeah, I feel they've copied that. Was it uh, is it Slide Effects? I think is a company. Oh, a company. It's a, it's a guy, as far as I know, and he was doing a lot of these, you know, pieces where it looks an actual beam that would attach to your Marvel Legends, and I feel like Hasbro have looked at that and gone, "That's really do, cool. We, we should can do, do that." that. <laughs> Why uh, aren't we doing that? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the big one is, of course, yes. a uh, legit Emma Frost figure. First one in a little while that is this particular style. Um, probably the closest one we've gotten recently was the uh, one that came in the Hellfire 4-pack. Um, but this one has got the very much the longer hair um, and the cloak and, and that sort of stuff. Um, it hopefully does away with... The memories of that horrible, uh, very early, I think I want to say 20, mm. 2008 or 2009. Shortly after Hasbro took over the line, Emma Frost was was one of the figures they did and it was... Um, Butchered. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. So, yeah. So, this is the, the new wave of Marvel Legends, if that's your thing. Uh, anything out of interest for you you and Scott? Oh, uh, look, that, that Cyclops is... Yep. Other than the, the classic Jim Lee red and blue... That Cyclops, I really like. Yep. That design, it sort of jumps out to me. Um, Emma Frost and probably the Corsair as well. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Any yeah. of the ones for me. Same. Yeah, Cop- Corsair. Cut, I, could probably, yep. I could probably find some way to figure him into a Fantastic Four setup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure well, they. I'm sure he's appeared in a comic he book He gets somewhere. around with the Shi'ar Empire and Absolutely. all that sort of stuff. And they're all interconnected. They're, they're all, all in space. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> all right. Moving on to some McFarlane news because, well, We've got to start 
2023 with some <laughs> with some new kickoffs. We have sponsorship <laughs> obligations. Yes, that's right. <laughs> We're not not a paid sponsor. Um, so they've updated a few new DC multiverse pre-orders, and we've got these coming out at twenty dollars US. Dark Knight's Metal Gladiator Batman. So this is <laughs> he's got. The, instead of the cow, he's got the full metal spiked helm. He's all armoured up and he's got a flowing deep purple cape. He looks very cool. Got to say, I really like that. Oh, yeah. I think he it's... looks freaking awesome. You know, back when the Dark Knight uh, collection, yes, they used yes. to do all those um, yeah. you know, Kind of versions. like through time, there yeah, was a pirate yeah, yeah, and a yeah. medieval. Yes. And that, that fits perfectly in here, but it's, it's nicely updated to look, you know, quite uh, menacing as well. And the sort of uh, maroon red wine cape yes. uh, looks really yeah. cool. It's just sort of, you know, changes the color tone a little bit. And uh, yeah, uh, um, everything's Batman, you know, right down to his knee pads, to his top of his boots and <laughs> his wings. His, his um, axe has got a bat, you know, half a bat signal on it. It's just, <laughs> you know, um, you know. Make it look more Batman. It? That's what he told <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the metal worker. He needs more yeah. bats. <laughs> we need more Batman. Yeah, um, yeah no, he is very cool. Uh, this is the first time I've seen that design. But... Robin, get me the battery. <laughs> what, what, what's the battery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kingdom Come, Armored Batman, as he appears in that, that's... A very, very cool Alex Ross illustrated uh, storyline. And in that, it's an older Bruce Wayne mm-hmm, who needs mm-hmm. the suit to kind of keep him together because he is so battered and broken. The DC Direct actually did a version of this, which I have loose. I have a loose version Ooh. when they did their... And, and, and he's horrible to stand. He's just got <laughs> no articulation. He's really stiff. So this might be a nice one to add to your Kingdom Come collection. Uh, this one looks like he does have a bit better articulation. Very cool-looking figure. We then get into a few ones I don't know. Con L Superboy. So he's, to me, looks like that very 90s kind of Superboy. This would be from the Death of Superman storyline. Yeah, line. it yeah. does. Is that, yep. That's right. Okay. Because so. a couple of ways before they did the Eradicator. Yes. So this is the, the second of the three iterations, which means I'm going to predict a steel figure. Yes. Ah, very sure. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. Shaq steel, but no. a regular. It could be Shaq steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I want a Shaq steel. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, the signal, which is a Duke Thomas. I mean, and that's the... Is that the bat signal personified? Pretty he's, much. It is. Actually, he looks really cool. He's yellow and black with a white... I guess emblem. lit up signal yeah, emblem yeah. that is almost I don't know a bit of a, a Batman begins with the Dark Knight Returns style of yeah. signal. Yep. Um, I, I love the ice axes yeah. that he's got. Like you ice know, if you, you imagine uh, ice climbers have got those axes to really dig into yep. the ice uh, shards. You know, as they climb up the mountains, he's yep. got them as weapons, but they've got a bit of a bat you know, wing shape to them. Because, More bats. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they look really cool. They Yellow and black. It's yeah. a really cool color uh, aspect. So, yeah. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. Hasbro are going big on Indiana Jones. Now, we, we knew that uh, some new product was coming. There is, of course, the new movie. It's coming out this year, I believe. We've seen the trailer for um they did a live stream uh to start the year off and 
there is a lot of indie product coming. Just to recap for those who have sort of lost track of this, because it is quite an expensive line considering it's brand new, there's the Adventure Series, which is your Marvel Legends S six-inch line. You've got the World of Adventure, which is your 2.5-inch sort of kid-friendly stuff. Uh, looks more like sort of upscaled Lego figures, really, in terms of the, the stylings. Uh, and then you've got the Adventures of Indiana Jones. Yes! Which is that Kenner retro classic artwork uh, th- well, look, this is fantastic these indiana jones figures are phenomenally expensive yep to get the the kenner ones and th- uh, this is great that there's no weird you know digital aging of the card yeah. backs like they did with star wars yep. these look like just nice cards um I-, I like this i like this line the belloc which was i think mail you could get, yeah the mail away belloc which in his ceremonial robes He's coming on a card. He looks fantastic. But we're getting also Marion, who was, again, a very hard one yep. to get. She comes with the monkey. Um, Major Arnold Tot, who has his face melted at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and the German mechanic. This is... I'm, I'm all in on the uh, the retros. This yeah. is my way. I, I, it's the I've, only way you're going to... Have you got any of the originals nah, on card? Nah, nothing. Right. Nothing from India. No, nothing on card, nothing loose. I did pre-order the Indiana Jones retro release. He's mm-hmm. already been um, up for pre-order, so I got him from Pop Culture. Uh, hasn't arrived yet, but I think this is wonderful. This is exactly what I want from a new indie film. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting that they they. I haven't seen any figures around the new movie, and maybe perhaps it's a bit too early considering the new movie is still a little bit away. But yeah, they've gone well into the into the archives of uh, of indiana jones and the history of it which is uh, which is very cool to see um so in the adventure series which is more i've sort of skipped over the the 2.5 stuff because i, I don't know that's really our sort of cup yep. of tea yep. and I, I i did put one picture in there just for reference so you guys can sort of see what it is it's it strikes me as weird because if these are aimed at your say three four five six year olds yeah is Indiana Jones the sort of movie they should be watching at that sort of age? No, but like, like, okay, it's the age-old argument selling uh, aliens to kids, selling Robocop to kids, yeah, walking and in happened, and buying Predator. That happened in the 80s. I know, I know, but it's, now, no, it's, like, it still happens because yeah. the kids hear about it, they see the posters, they might catch an ad or something. Uh, you know, they might have seen the original films or heard about, you know, walking and dad's got a poster on his wall of the originals. Yeah, it, you know? it just feels like a very small target market because you're going to get those parents who'd love it and force feed it to their kids. Yeah. That's who this is for. That, that, that's, that's a small that's market. Yeah, I, I, I was reflecting on with Indy coming out, I've got a lot of fond memories of watching these films mm. with mum and dad. They, they loved Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. I, I thought, when do I show my kids these films? Yeah. And six going on seven and ten i i couldn't quite and callum's not into movies the older one Mm. and when i thought about robbie who would like these films there's some really freaky bits in all of these i think as davy puts it so well these steven spielberg sort of films (laughs) have a way of being kind of like borderline pg all the way through and then they like have one like r-rated sequence it's just <laughs> one face done yeah, scene yeah, and it's all right. over exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyways from the adventure series which is your six inch marvel legends style ones we get indiana jones uh as he appears uh in temple of doom so he's got the white sort of coat on at the start of that film 
Uh, we get Walter Donovan, who does come with an alternate zombie dead head. <laughs> yes. Um, as seen in Last Crusade. And then we get Indiana Jones in a more professor-esque uh, type outfit where he comes with a bit of a torch. I think and he even comes with a shield. He comes well. with that shield from the yeah. scene where they find the, the Templar, essentially, yes. in the yeah. tomb. The annoying thing about all three of those is all of those are exclusives. One is to Target, and then the other two are to Walmart exclusives. So... What that means for interested Australian purchasers, I do not know. I'm not sure how this line is getting to Australia and if your pop culture and the like are going to stock it. Um, I think they look good. I think considering, you know, the, we've, I think in this line, we've already got multiple versions that have the same Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford head on them. Uh, I think there's a good bit of variety in there. Um, and the accessories are all pretty pretty on point from what I've seen. We also get a look at some future pipeline reveals, not of the actual toys, but basically saying, hey, we're going to do classic Indiana Jones as he appears in the Temple of Doom. So he's got his, his proper hat and his shirt sort of ripped half open. Uh, we're going to get a hypnotized Indiana Jones from Temple of Doom where he's... Is that Temple of Doom? Where yeah. He's hypnotized? Yeah. yeah. Where he's got... you know he's Full got the, shirt off? Is that full like? shirt off, I yeah. imagine. Again, mm. the, all we saw was literally... A, a title card saying we're doing this figure and a, a reference yeah. pick from the movie so what the figures look like who knows uh but then the one that got a lot of people excited we're getting short round, yeah which is amazing to see uh after all this time so when they appear we will let you know so from an outsider looking in at this uh, indiana jones lineup are we excited that we're getting all these variations of the one character or do we want to see a deeper uh family of characters rather than just you know Harrison Ford in different different suits. outfits. Yeah, uh, you want to see some Willie? Is that what I, 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 I'm I not want, a fan. I want, I'm not a. I don't care. I obviously. want Willie. No, in, in all seriousness, <laughs> that's a different podcast, mate. But... <laughs> and I, but oh, thanks, I lost it. <laughs> I, but to, to that point, I mean, I, I want the. Uh, Why did it have El- to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, boom. Um, is it what it, from the third one as well? Last Crusade, the um, the blonde German oh, Elsa, Elsa. Doctor Elsa yes. yeah, yeah. Schultz. Order. I, I'd love her. Hmm. Marion Ravenwood to round out sort of the love interests from all yep. three films. But then you get into you know Salah. You you need a Salah, uh, a Brody. I mean, like there's yep. there's there is other places they can go, but it, it suffers from that. You know, the title of all these films is Indiana Jones and the something. Like it, it is, but there's at least you know you need a Donovan. Yeah, mm, I mean you need yeah, a Walter, yeah. you need a Tot, which we're getting. Um, Belloc, you need. So there's probably about ten non-indie characters. Short round, Willie. You know, you need those in there. Mm. Maybe even the the. the the Cairo Swordsman, the, yeah, the Molar okay. Ram, like maybe you can get up to 15. Yep. So to Ben's point, I think in answering your question, these are great indie variants. I love the white tuxedo suit. I like the Professor Jones. I like that Temple of Doom version and obviously the classic version. But do we need them all when we've only got two or three other characters? That, that, I, I, I think okay. you could have spaced them out a bit better. Maybe, maybe they'll do, you know, like 80-year-old indie... 60-year-old in a refrigerator <laughs> indie. You know, like, so maybe there still are enough yeah, yeah. indies. Maybe, you know... Indies dad, Sean Connery. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Jones. Yeah. 
Dr. Jones calling Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they, they space these out. My concern is that, you know, we were shown basically three new figures and all of them are store exclusives, which probably speaks to, I don't know, their lack of confidence of putting yeah. something like that out of retail. So. Yeah. Look, I, I like the, for want of a better term, the Marvel Legends versions of these, mm. but I, I don't need them. And I'd be quite happy just cherry just picking basically those retro ones. Yeah, they, yep, they yep. do it for they me. They do it for you. Um, and fill a hole that you otherwise can't, you know. Right, and they're yeah. retro, they're, vin- yeah. they're vintage looking. Yeah, yeah. They're on exactly. that beautiful yep. with the photo, like the Kenner, very very traditional cards. Yep, I, I love them. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. All right, moving things along, we've got another Usagi Yojimbo, and this one is an exclusive black and white Usagi Yojimbo. It went up for pre-order the other day and sold out within 24 hours, mm. right? So don't try and get it um, anymore, unfortunately. This is the Stan Saki edition, right? So there were a few different tiers that you could go on, and I clicked on it, I think, through... Uh, I saw it through Instagram or whatever, and the first one I saw was $250. I'm like, oh. right, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Like, wow. But apparently uh, I didn't look very hard and I I didn't feel I um, absolutely needed any of these. But, uh, you know, it was like a signed box one with, you know, signed cards and uh, you get drawings and things from Stan and different, you know, the regular one was 100 bucks, and then it right. just went up from there. Yeah. Um, this is essentially the cartoon mecha version of Shredder of uh, of uh, Yusaji, uh, but I, th- I believe they've added an extra uh, plastic uh, joint to make him a bit taller, more uh, co- oh, okay. um, comic book accurate to Stan Saki's uh, vision. So it's slightly different. It's all black and white. Even his little um, you know dinosaur pet that he's got. You get the alternate head and things. These heads look very stern looking, like. Mm. I, I think, I, and I think that's because it's all black and white. You know, you get all the details and things. Uh, Yusaji's in a, the black robe and everything else is essentially white with black, uh, you know, highlights and things. Even the packaging. Even mm. the packaging, It yes, looks like right. this is the colour figure yeah. taken in a black and white photo. That's right. Yeah. It's quite that's odd. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, these were extremely limited, uh, all gone now, unfortunately. But amazing for Stan Saki to, you know get some extra um, win on his, you know, creator-built character and uh, it's lived on through the Ninja Turtles. Because uh, it didn't live on through its independent series on Netflix. No, no, it didn't, no. Um, I still haven't seen that. It's, oh, yeah, mate, don't. It was, you can make it past 10 minutes, you've done well. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, and good good luck for trying, but, like, I think he would have been better off doing a more mature one straight from yep. the uh, storyline, straight from the start, instead of hand and fist to the kids yeah you know yeah um yeah anyway well it worked for turtles back in 88 (laughs) doing you know a kid toning it down to a real kid version but so but you know you can argue toxic crusaders and everything but like i watch my girls you know while they flick through channels that they they they're watching 17 things at once right and their attention span is as long as a tiktok video you know it just (laughs) It's remarkable, and uh, yeah, it's they cons consume. So, you know, uh, they consume so much, uh, but so little at the same time. Yeah, uh, it's fair. it's remarkable. Anyway, these are like limited to nine hundred and eighty nine units. Um, you know, each one is you get a, a card signed by Stan Saki, which is just amazing. And I just can't give 
much more respect to him for, you know, getting on board of his own character being made, again, such a beautiful rendition mm. of this figure and uh, making a bit, you know, he's putting his own stamp on it, so yep. to speak. Yeah. Um, so mad respect and um, good luck if you're chasing it on the secondary market. Is it Do the Fraggle Rock? How do you? How does the song go? The down, rock. down to Fraggle Rock. Down, down to Fraggle Rock. Down to Fraggle Rock. Down to Fraggle Rock. I clearly need to brush up on my Fraggle Rock. Um, this is a Jim Henson delight, right? So mm-hmm. Boss Fight Studio is giving us Fraggle Rock figures. There is a lot of call to arms on getting things like Sesame Street. And I know we got a tease for Super 7 doing some Sesame Street. But these Fraggle Rock figures do look amazing. And and if there's one thing I can say about the Boss Fight Studio figures, very, very high quality. Mm. And the paint apps are some of the best I've seen in the biz. So Boss Fight Studios have revealed and dropped a pre-order for their next Fraggle Rock figures. We get Red Gobbo, Travelling Matt, Matt and a Doozer two-pack to join the initial flange Doozer that was um, teased previously. These are five inches tall, which is interesting for Boss Fight. Usually we get the three and three-quarter inch scale. Mm. So they're a bit bigger, which is which is nice. A feature between seven and 14 points of articulation and come with a wide range of show-specific accessories. Retail is around $40 US with ship dates in summer 2023. And I know there was some chatter on the Discord. Emily Lind was very keen on this, mm. but a little bit put off by the price point. Um, and so the bit of discussion going back and forward about these, but they do look lovely. Um, and it's one of those things, sometimes when you follow a line that is a bit more obscure. Not a lot of merch out there. Like, I don't know, Fraggle Rock, do they even have pops? Maybe there's some pops. Yeah, but apart from that, there's question. probably a not, not a lot of figures out there for these guys. So if you're a Fraggle Rock fan, get in on Boss Fight Studios because these look incredible. All right, moving on to our, who's up for some noodles. Let's talk about our friends at Ramen Toys. They have mm-hmm. revealed their what they're calling the Phantom Foil uh, has been processed to prepare for their pre-order campaign. This is, we are talking their 80s Commanders, a.k.a. Centurion's Extreme. Pardon me, I'm just, I'm very sleepy. Um, this is basically, is this one that was never produced in the original line, Trent, or is this their own I creation? I don't have it, so I feel it's, like it's, it's a prototype. It's looking familiar to me, like... Similar, I'm thinking of yeah, the are components type one because yeah. he had the big missiles at the legs. But that round, oh, maybe it is that round bit at the back looks different. Looks, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So I, I think Matt Till will maybe defer elements. to you to say, hey, is this a prototype come to life? Because we know that Ramen are very good at doing that. It's also going to include the naval commander, well, aka that, Max. Ray. Just the head. That that's where it gets controversial because oh, really? last remember last week I said. Uh, they put it up, and I was I was literally live. Is this what on, you're referring to? Yeah, okay. I was on Facebook, and that this popped up. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Look at look at that. That's wicked. And I I sort of you know kept scrolling, watched TV for a bit, and then it came back up to top of my screen. You know, right? We're not doing it anymore. Too many things. So I went back to the original posts, mm. and like they had like four com- five comments in total. Four of them saying, oh, how much is it going to be with this? Can I get it without? 
you know, I don't need this or whatever. I don't Hang on, want what, that. What's the bit they don't want? The, the, the new tooling head. They don't want to pay any customers. Don't want to pay for any more than what they have to to get this set. They don't want the new tooling head. They don't see the. Uh, oh, so the new tooling head's out. No, no, no. The new oh. tooling head's going to come with this set. So but the they, customers so don't want it. But they're the customers. Still doing it. The customers don't want it, so they're this. That was the only way to get this new tooling head was to buy this set and you get the new tooling head. That was their way of giving the yeah, customer a bit of bonus. Yeah, right. bit of bonus. Right. So, and, and people were like, I don't want the head. You know, like four people commented. Well, then don't have the head. And then and then we'll off sell it or yeah. you know whatever. Um, you might like it when you see the real thing. It's Tom Selleck. Yeah. Who doesn't like Tom Selleck? <laughs> um, and and yeah, so they they backtracked and said like, well, right, we're not doing it. Here's the new price, and then you know they oh, just went bananas. Okay. You know, within the space of an hour, three posts went up, contradicting the post before it, right. and it just mm. got messy. But the, so can I get the head? I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> just watch this space. It's been um, four updates since this was posted <laughs> in our exactly, run sheet, so probably exactly. Uh, but they still need a thousand units, which sort of contradicts the four people that were talking like you know yeah it just it just it blows my mind and that's where i get scared with ramen toys and i don't mean to poo poo on any company but that you know they put i saw today they put out a um video of the uh the blue guy the you know magnetic yeah. character yeah. what's his and name Hacker. cyborg yeah, yeah. 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 so they put him a... put him yeah. out and they're like don't don't call out quality control when you do this and they snap it back and, 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 and break break him in half and they're like you know it's not how the magnets work and then like half an hour they're like right do not ignore the last <laughs> post maybe we got a little bit aggressive and they're just wow. they're, 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 I feel like their social media needs some work oh man they're just but that's the thing I guess if you know like a Hasbro probably goes into the social media campaigns very, very structured. Yes. Sure. This is what yeah. we're going to reveal. This is yeah. what we can talk yeah. about. Whereas if you don't have that, you're just going to go and do whatever you like. And yeah. maybe then you go, actually, yeah, whoops. that wasn't the best idea. <laughs> maybe yeah. breaking the figure live on, on well, the internet wasn't a great idea. And, and we commended them. I think you know, yeah, we praised true. them that's very true. much for being raw with this stuff. You know, here's a test shot from the factory and it's out and you've got mm. it. Probably why the big boys don't do it um, <laughs> for that very reason. Learning so lessons, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like to me, I don't. I, I like the idea of sticking to the guns. I don't like that idea of you know. People got confused by scale. I really wanted a or, original toy scale of Apache Commander, yeah. and then it basically just got shot down. And it was sort of like Ooh, that's the really the one thing I wanted yeah. most was something to fit in with my 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 line. Um, OEG line. So, yeah, it, I don't know. Good luck to them. Yeah, all, yeah. Is all I can say. And, uh, you know, they, they seem to be producing new things all the time. So oh, they're, and they're that, moving hmm. forward. Did we talk, just while we're on ramen, I don't think it's in the run sheet, that 3030 oh, popped yeah. up. Oh. Some some renders for 3030 yeah. wow. from the Brave Star line. Yep. Because let, let's be honest, 3030 from the Mattel Brave Star line is amazing in horse mode. But don't try and transform it into, you know, cyborg humanoid yeah, mode, mode because yeah. it looks it looks ridiculous. It yeah. looks like a horse standing. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but this this ramen thirty thirty is like the cartoon when he's in humanoid mode, like you know the more, full more anthropomorphic, oh. you know, like proportions. Yeah, yeah. So they know what, like they know how to make a cool toy. Mm. 
Mm, all right, we got one last topic for our news segment, and if I'm reading it out, then it's either a Godzilla or a Fantastic Four story, and, well, it is Fantastic Four. Hasbro have revealed a sneak peek of a Marvel Legends Franklin Richards and Franklin, oh, that's Franklin. He's Franklin grown up Richards. a little bit. He's got a six pack now. <laughs> yeah, uh, look in the in the latest iteration of the comic books, the Dan Slott run, Franklin had a a, a burst of puberty and yep. um, sort of grew up and became a teenager. He's no longer a, a little kid like most of us would um, sort of remember him yep. as. Yep. Uh, he's looking for his own identity, so he's actually dyed his hair black. Right. He's normally a, a blonde. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he's looking for his. He's, he's going through his adolescent stage yeah, he's in finding life. Finding himself. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, and in fact, in this form, and what we're seeing him here, he's just a regular kid. He has no superpowers. He's not a superhuman. His well of power that he drew upon has been expunged, and he virtually has nothing left to tap into. He is just a regular run-of-the-mill kid. I'd be happy with those abs, though, if I was a uh, <laughs> well, 16-year-old. Again, yeah. So he's a regular kid who still gets around in blue and black spandex, is it? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave the fifth wheel laying at home? or <laughs> I mean, what, do you, what does a teenage kid do at home when the parents are out? Look at it that way. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather Nothing. not. Um, <laughs> um what, what do we think? Do we think this is worthy of a single release? Do we feel like this? Because no. what they've done in the past with this sort of stuff is it's looking like a box set, whether it's yeah. a two, three, or four pack type thing. I am really hoping this is uh, going to be a wave. Yeah. That they're going to be. We've already had um, sort of the, the core figures from the dance lot run done in the black and blue uniform, as we yeah. see here. Yep. Uh, so now we're going to get Franklin. Maybe we're going to get a Valeria. As well, mm-hmm. the, the the sister figure, and let's let's round it out with some uh, villain figures that we haven't seen. Maybe uh, a Diablo, a wizard. There could be some other obscure Fantastic Four figures to load in there. But I would add in as a builder figure because we've got to have a builder fig in the any bot. Marvel Legend. The, 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 the who? The robot? Yeah, the <laughs> robot. Oh please, Benjamin. <laughs> Dragon Man. Oh Ooh, yes, the yes. the most uh, sought after toy yes. biz yeah. Um, figure. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's what I'm sort of. That was going through my head. I'm like, this has got to be part of a wave. So let's let's get creative from my side of things. And what would I do? What would I want mm. to see? Dragon Man as a builder figure because we haven't seen him for 25 years. That's I reckon. right. Mm. That's right. And and yeah. I don't think too many people have him. So oh, it's no. super hard to get yeah, hold of. Incredibly yeah. hard. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Good call. Good call. I love it. All right, that's it for the news. We're going to move on to looking forward to 2023. This is like the um, in a football season, your team hasn't yet sucked. You know, we got hope, hope. What are our hopes for toy? I mean, I'm a crow supporter. It's going to be a bad year, but um, what what are we looking forward to in 2023? What what are the lines that we're in on or following or have kind of Keeping tabs on mm. what? What do we think? We'll go through. Maybe we'll start with that one. What are you looking at, Ben? Uh, what am I looking at? What, what uh, line? What What are your lines for twenty twenty three? I've always loved Necker. Necker really, you know, are my wheelhouse. Uh, you know, a lot of Ninja Turtles and things. I love the horror. I'm still waiting for my Flying Alien Queen. You know, tribute figure. <laughs> maybe. Um, you know, I've I've sort of 
tapped out on Gremlins. Uh, they've done really well with that, but they're not really, you know, the Mogwise last year having the um the, uh, Spike and the, uh, you know, I, I bought two of them. So damn impressed. I went and bought another uh, three or something because they were just so phenomenally made, uh, derpy and everything, you know, like mm. took me ages just to push that little uh, ball in the back of their head to get the right consistency ah, yeah, of yeah. their eyes, yep. um, you know, derpiness. Uh, <laughs> like just, I, I'm uh, genuinely um, always passionate about Mecca. Uh, they're not the, be- they're not the, you know, the Super 7 uh, you know, as we spoke about last week, a, a little bit hit and miss. So I'm mm. very interested to see where their, um, you know, Silver Hawks land if they do arrive 2023, um, and things like that. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's 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 all necker for me personally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, curiously enough, I'm kind of interested to see what Playmates do with the new Ninja Turtles movie that comes out this Great year. Call. We yeah. have it on good authority that they are definitely making figures alongside of the McFarlane stuff, and I'm really interested to see how that pans out. I think uh, if this movie is as poorly received as, say, Rise was, I think this that could be the end of Playmates before... And, and look, no doubt that Nickelodeon will reboot it in another couple of years and, and that sort of stuff, but I feel like this is this is Nickelodeon putting Playmates on notice. They said, hey, we're going to get McFarlane to do some stuff too. You need to bring your A game. Let's let's see what they can do. So, um, yeah, we're keeping an eye on that. Look, the, I've already said the Super 7 Ultimates Turtle stuff I'm, I'm all in on. I'm, I'm, you know, I know they've announced up to Wave 9 or something already, so there'll be another few announcements for that throughout the year. Um and then Origins as well, knowing that they're going these these weird left of the middle characters, you know, Frogmonger is probably not my kind of thing, but you know, let's let's start doing uh, the 2000X stuff in that Origin style. Um, I'm kind of keen on that. New Adventures honest. is where New I'd Adventures be, I'd be Ooh. jumping in on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, give him my Lizor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go go deeper than classics ever got. Yeah. Look, as Frank said, uh, my eyes will be firmly on Origins to see where it grows, where it goes to. Uh, but this year coming, I now get to experience what you guys have had from Super 7. I'm expecting the first wave of the uh, Ultimates Kaijus, yes. the Godzilla gear, nice. to come through. And judging by what's on their website, we're sort of looking at sort of a May for Wave 1, almost June for Wave 2, and then maybe August for Wave 3. Jeez. Smashing and, it out. Well, yeah, they're sort of getting getting the, the wheels turning. The gears are, are turning over. So they are on their way. And my expectation is that because the Kaiju, the Godzilla, is a, a personal favorite of Brian Flynn's, that this is going to be their flagship. This okay. is going to be their top-end, yep. high-specs, best-looking figures. And they're all mine to look forward yeah. to. I'm, I'm personally looking forward to the Shogun. Godzilla in the oh, uh, yes. larger scale, yes. so that'll be September my, next year. Yeah, oh, this year, uh, this year. Yeah, so that'll be my tribute to the real thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm interested in all those other things, and obviously keeping an eye on NECA and Origins, etc. But Formo Toys, Legends mm. of Dragon Nora, they, I, I, I'm really intrigued about how they're going to come together. They, they've got the dragons as probably their wave two. We're seeing some variations on these sort of transforming dragons that can be a beast or a character in their own right. 
So I'm really interested to see where that line goes. And and I'm really excited by, like I said, these creators of their own mishmash of toys. I was there's a there's a guy, I think there's the foot toys and there's a there's a few other very talented sculptors that are making their own figures. And there's one guy that's doing like Playmates toys as if they did kind of more the Eastman Laird style figures. Mm-hmm. So there's a Savanti Romero that they've oh. sculpted in 3D and they've just done the color variations on him. He looks amazing. Um, So there's a few in that space that I've got my eye on that when they, and they come out, they put them on beautiful blister cards, retro inspired packaging. Um really really keen to get that Savanti mm. like I think he's, comic he's just yeah, yeah that comic accurate but done like a done like a Playmates toy um, so that that's where I'm kind of excited I am really interested to see what Super 7 will do with Dungeons and Dragons um, that's a really cool license in that fantasy space that I think they can make look amazing um, and, and I really hope I, I'm really hoping 2023 is a year where they can sort of correct some of their human face issues and yeah. and 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 just to put out a product that is close to the the prototype or the render mm. and if if they can't do that don't release images until you're ready to so you mm. know i think you have to bite the bullet and go yeah we like money up front we like money a year and a half before we yep. get these things made but maybe that's not the right option if we can't match them. Maybe we just have to then go, this is what you're getting. This This is is, what it's going to look like. Do you want to buy it or not? So I think they really need to do the right thing by by customers. Mm. Any variation to the extent we've been seeing with some of their human figures, I I just don't think it's acceptable um, for for customers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, All right, next question. Which company is on the rise? Who's an up-and-comer? Who do we think? Keep an eye on. <laughs> this is just a jump in. Yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. I'm going to say Ramen Toys. Mm. Yep, yep. A lot of steam building. If yep. they can stay focused, yep, uh, they have the potential to sort of go as far as they want to go. Well, they're, they're picking a lot of lines we love, like mm. those '80s properties. They they seem for what is really like an a, an Eastern company to be producing things that I guess the West yeah. really have That's an fair. affinity with is they're just, they're just nailing the selection. Yeah. And then obviously by doing them sort of as third party bootleg, they're probably you they're know, jumping, afraid, jumping they? in for a few. Yeah. Well, they're, they're in an untouchable cop- copyright country where <laughs> the copyright laws don't, don't apply. I, I, I think the uh, four horsemen are going to enter the stratosphere with their cosmic legions. Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to cool. enter a whole new fan base with their sort of you know um uh, you know like they're going to reach a whole bunch of people that yeah, they haven't previously yeah. and and like that. i'm i'm not going to you know try and get in on the line i'll say that you know right you know record this right here and now but i love looking at from the outside of in like i just yep. adore the passion i adore the look i adore the uh, you know customization the mix and match look you know look what we've We've grabbed this from Cosmic Legions and we're putting it in Mythic Legions, mm. you know, that, you know, crossover of, uh, you know, worlds, you know, or time spans and things. And uh, I just, I, I love, you know, we, we joke about it a bit, you know, John's hardcore passion, mm. but I, I 100% see 
see where he's coming from. It is such a fantastic line. And I, I do love seeing people's passion for one or, you know, so, you know. Yeah, uh, laser focus. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's so cool. And um, I really, you know, I, I want to get him back on on the show. Uh, I think we recorded that uh, when Cosmics come out. I want. Oh, I definitely get, we yeah, need that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need his yeah. first hand review yeah, um, yeah. from someone who's, you know, knows the uh, the through and through of the of everything. So, yeah, mm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing. And I know they're not a small company by any stretch, but Lego. Every time you sit there and go. Ah, oh, that's the best Lego set they've ever made. They'll never top it. And then they, they do, do something else and something bigger and better. I'm. It's just to work there must be like the modern day equivalent of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where you can just throw any ideas around. Like, like how long would it have taken them to design something like the Falcon or some of these epic, huge sets? And I just, <clears throat> there's nothing they can't do, mm. and they just constantly. So they, they constantly surprise us where you sit there and go oh that's that's you know bringing back the the retro castles and these sorts of things they like look phenomenal they look yeah. amazing and right yeah. down to the retro yeah. packaging like they you know they they're now been around long enough that they can self-reference that sort of stuff and but it doesn't feel bad like it yeah. doesn't feel like a, handed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they they yeah. there's a lot of love and care and attention yeah. to detail that they do i i think you know things like star wars and stuff i think there's always the the cogs are churning of what what to do next how can we impress our uh fan base more mm. it's the decision making to go something left field like transformers mm. that really blows my mind you know that would have been you know behind closed doors negotiations for a long Big time yeah. and it never got leaked you know no one ever saw it coming and bam here's optimus prime and it was just blew all our minds yep. and you know from that point that it was announced to what three months later people had it in hand it, yeah. and for how many people last week voted for that as one of their favorite categories of toys a lot of for 2022 mm. i really hope they continue on with some more bots, some more iconic characters, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether it be Bumblebee, Soundwave, Bl- Blaster, um, you know, maybe they can do a tank, uh, a Megatron, yeah. you know, version or something. Something. I just, you know, good luck to them and I just hope they don't um, get one and done uh, scenario. Yep. So, Okay. On the rise, look, I think what's really great for the industry is McFarlane. They're playing yeah. in the big boy. They've got the, you know, Todd's got his big boy pants on and he's, he's in that market now, right? Yeah. And what I think it does do is it sends a message to the Hasbros and the Mattels of this world to really think about their their value offering, the value proposition, and and not rest on their laurels. I, I, I feel, and I'll just be trying to be brief on this, 80s was amazing because there were so many players and then through conglomeration and buyouts and so forth, you stifle, you really stifle competition yeah, yeah, by sure. only having a few large players. And I think it's great to have niche companies like Super 7 in the mix, but they're not really, they're not holding Hasbro accountable, mm-hmm. right? For $55, $60. I, I walked into Zing and I reckon there were there were Marvel Legends figures for like seventy bucks, oh, no, just the I'll, next the next wave. I'll, I'll beat you there. Mm. Slave one, right? I know what it's called. Something different now, right? Boba they've got Fett the Starship. yeah. So they've got that the retro version of thing, four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like that would have been 
under a hundred dollar figure, a uh, hundred a hundred dollar vehicle back ten years, like not even probably five years ago, mm. and and there it is up on the thing. It's like that's going to collect a lot of dust up there. We just it's mm. it's. You know, it's unaffordable. Sure, yeah. there are always fans that have the money and go, that's the one item I want, whatever yeah. the cost. But that's not the masses you need to no. kind of make these lines. And what was really interesting going into going to Zing and EB Games was just seeing, I think I saw a Star Wars black figure there, for like a black series figure, nine bucks. You know, nine bucks. There's some, you know, general, right, that they did from a game, you know, some Imperial officer. And he's, he's discounted to nine bucks. There's... The Billy D. Williams Lando Calrissian from Return of the Jedi, fifteen bucks. Mm. You know the the discounts, as as I think Nick Greenslade put it last week, best value toy Star Wars when it's on clearance because oh, it's clearance, it's yeah. great value at nine bucks for a black series figure, <laughs> but it's just what that's telling you is it's not sustainable. Yep. At forty five, fifty five, sixty five dollars, they're just those prices are not sustainable. So where I'll close out on that is. McFarlane is the company on the rise for me because they're challenging the status quo. Mm -hmm. As they move into Turtles, as they move into Superpowers, they're putting figures on the shelves. I'm getting my Batwing for $20 Australian, new in retail. And that's going to put pressure, I think, on the hazard. And I think we need that. I think we need um, that competition to drive a bit of innovation and maybe not just always be thinking about how do we put the price up and up and up. Yeah, mm, well, said. well said. All right, toy collection goals. What's the goal here? Twenty twenty three. Let's be let's be quick. Hit hit me with some goals. Ben, probably a bit of vintage year laser of the, beast. Year of the year laser of the beast. Laser beast, man. Right. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm uh, going for the bottom twelve. Uh, I maybe I won't finish it this year. I'm being realistic. I'm paying a lot of money for these little dudes, but uh, yeah, that's that's my you know um, vision that I'm going to um, knock off a few. I've gone from last year having two. Now, right now, as of this recording, I have five. Cool. So I've obtained three Battle Beasts already in this short time of 2023. And you're, and you're saying you're not going to make the 12. Right? No. You, you at make, this rate, you're going to make it by March. You're going to get the 30, 36 of them. This is Christmas money and Christmas uh, working depression. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> funding this early sprout. Uh, no, um and uh, yeah, so like I, I, I'll pitter out pretty fast. Um, I've got a few channels where I can grab some from. So I'm taking, uh, you know, light of those uh, avenues. And then, um, yeah, but um, I'm, I'm just, you know, because that's, to me, that's more exciting. I don't have the room anymore. I can't, you know, buy, go and buy a big, um, you know, a Galactus or whatever, you know, figure. And I just, I just, yeah, without compromising what I've already got. Mm. And I love all my stuff so much. I just, I, just, I can't envision selling anything right now. Uh, that's um, a staple in the room. So little adding little two inch figures uh, that cost a pretty penny <laughs> is uh, justifiable. And I've, can make the space for those little dudes. And I love them. I really do. Yeah, I just, right. that's I what just, it's about. I'd love it. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I sort of alluded to this when we were talking about the Mezco Turtle stuff, but basically I've come to a bit of a decision where I won't call it a T-stop, but I kind of am feeling overwhelmed slash done with modern toys. Yep, yep. I I, I had a bit of, I guess you could call it a bit of anxiety really with 
walking into this room and having a whole bunch of Marvel Legends. I, I got a, yeah, a couple for Christmas. I got stuff towards the end of the year. Uh, there's literally a whole bag down there of like 15 figures that, yeah, I've probably got the shelf space to do it, but it's the time and the patience and just, I'm just not feeling it quite simply. And the Mezco Turtles kind of spoke to me about that as well. I just went, do I need another set mm. of turtles that I already have? And I, I just, I wasn't feeling the love is yep. probably the way I would describe it. So uh, what I am still passionate about is, is is vintage stuff, is vintage turtles. And, and no sooner had I sort of made this realization in my brain, I've been on eBay and looking at that, that list and yes i might be paying 40 bucks for one little accessory but you know what it fills a little gap on that vintage thing that that's what put me on this whole journey in the first place right so i i won't miss the you know get in and pre-order now and wait 18 months for it now that said the one caveat i'll put on that is super seven turtles ultimates i'm in on that they're going to announce new waves this year i'm going to throw the money down and forget about it for the 18 months it takes to get here but beyond that, I'm um, I'm done with NECA, Turtles, cartoon, you know, whatevers. I'm I'm gonna hit pause on Marvel Legends for a while. Um and you know, if that means I can pick up some more G one Transformers, you know, that Starscream I think I mentioned last week, that's the first G one I've picked up in years. Um, and that felt really good to yeah. to get my hands on that and you know, to start going through this this vintage turtle stuff. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it, what's really interesting, I, I've always sort of flipped from this modern vintage, modern vintage, mm. and then it's shiny, new, modern. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very much like, the Indiana Jones is a really good example. Do I need a fully articulated, screen-accurate Indiana Jones in my Marvel Legends style? Or am I satisfied with the repro that looks like the toy that I would have had as a kid. Mm. And and very much my sensibilities now are, yeah, I've got a lot of modern toys. I've got some nice face. I don't need to recollect everything in that updated style. It's just not where my passion is. So I sort yeah. of switch. And one of the really interesting factors with all these price rises, and, you know, like we, we talk about going in and getting a Marvel Legends figure for $65, $75. Super 7 figures are all 100 the Mezco Turtles 130, that almost sort of becomes the new norm in your brain. And then when you start looking at vintage, and I know vintage prices have certainly been robust. Mm. It's not like we're getting super bargains on anything. But you actually go, you know what? That's actually not that bad. Yeah. That price, you know, I'm getting a 1984 Starscream and I'm only actually paying $150. That's not that ridiculous when mm. it's all everything's there file card the little yeah. you know that's, that's not two marvel bad. legends yeah, you know right. exactly exactly yeah. right and you go what there's so much more nostalgia and enjoyment and and yep so yeah. so i get i get the the, the battle beast laser beast mm. it's just that compared to just sort of another version of the same thing mm. and and i have just been going through that that vintage re- reprisal or whatever whatever you want to call it and and i think it's good to acknowledge that mm. and kind of have that as a goal. So commend commend you on that. We've got so many, you know, modern modern toys are beautiful representations of the the, the sculpting detail and the paint apps that all that stuff we can't do. But you got you got to draw a line, right? Because yeah. otherwise, you're just doing that forever. Yeah. Well, I will also be on the vintage train. Um, I've really only got one figure 
in mind for this year, a bit of a grail figure, and that's going to be the uh, Shogun Warriors Godzilla. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Good on you, man. Yeah. That's freaking that's amazing. Yep. Yep. I, I know he's out there. He's in the well, wild. Yeah. Um, you might find one at a toy fair coming I out. might. Um, <laughs> and after several months or what, nearly two years of procrastination, I think I've convinced myself to spend the money on it. <laughs> Outstanding. That's what I'll be looking out for this year. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What, a, what an amazing addition that will be. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, 2023, last topic is crazy toy predictions. Maybe hit me with something you think might happen in the toy industry and in lines. Are there going to be any licenses that get transferred? Is there going to be any companies going under, mergers, whatever you think might happen? Any ideas? Uh, I think Haslab are going to have another shot at something. Um, yep. I don't know what it might be. More, you know. Uh, I mean, I can't. I can't help but uh, take steal some um, ideas from. Uh, yes, have some uh, mm. toy anxiety. They reckon it's going to be the um, Boba, F- the Mandalorian Naboo fighter okay. in their Chrome okay. because yep. trying yep. to push that uh, lower price point. You know because. The transformers and things are selling really well at hundred and eighty dollars or whatever. So now instead of you know putting things up for four hundred dollars and watching it you know just mm. tank, they might you know lower the um the price tag and yep. things. But you know that said, you know the the Ghost Rider was three hundred and fifty dollars or something, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that much bigger than a you know one man mm. pilot you know spacecraft. So I don't know. I don't know about that, um, but that, that's a, I think a great uh, call out, uh, nonetheless. In the you know in the Mandalorian season three is coming out, so I'm sure that we'll see something Star Wars esque. Mm. Um, you know what are we coming up? Fortieth anniversary of we've seen the fortieth anniversary of um, of uh, Masters, and so Transformers is coming up very close. That'll be 2024. Will be fortieth uh, anniversary, so. Yeah, who knows? You know, it's it's uh, exciting times. We say we're all out of modern, but I'm sure some be shiny things yeah. catch our eyes and be like, "Wow, we," you know, I'll be um, limping if I don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say that the Takara masterpiece line will end this year. End? Okay, wow. either end or they're gonna Just reboot peak. slash rebrand it because, as we sort of discussed with Malcolm towards the end of last year. The prices are just getting ridiculous. They've gone to this highly show accurate thing to the point where they just reproduce how many star screams can you possibly want from one line? And I think they're going to reach a point where fans are like, no, nah, I'm not willing to pay 600 bucks for the latest whatever, particularly when there's third party stuff out there that can get them exactly what they want. And it's going to cause Takara reason to you know stop i i suspect it'll come back in some other form and maybe not use the same name but i think they need to uh, they need to do something different because it's just you talk about unsustainable prices i hate to be a masterpiece collector because yeah. it's just bananas we're just just seeing from our patreon some of the third party stuff that they uh continually receive and things and there's so many of the g1 cars that still haven't had masterpiece yeah. official, yeah. you know, things like, you know, Mirage and uh, yep. and uh, Wheeljack right. and mm. all yeah. those, you know, uh, characters. I think Wheeljack's like, had one. Wheeljack has had yes, one. Sorry, yes, he has. Are. But like, you know, like Mirage and 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 um, 
what's his jazz you know jazz, jazz yeah, is know. massive yeah. omission yeah. Yeah. uh so you know and that's just naming a couple of uh, off the top of my head but yeah as the mini bots they, they've forgotten like, you know yeah yeah no, yeah that's right where's my blaster yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm gonna go down the crowdfunding Ooh. in light of the success of Eternia and the huge G.I. Joe Sky Striker. Oh, no way. I reckon they should have a crack at a flag. Like a three and three quarter inch one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. not, not, yeah. not a classified. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, there'd be so many collectors out there who yeah. would desperately love to have one. It's not and they could yeah. probably put one together, plastic and cardboard like the original, Oof. for a sensible price. Okay. Yeah. And there are ample collectors out there in yeah. the GIO community, Trent, Colin, who would who would purchase that? Why not? Yep. That's a really good shout. Yeah. That's no, a good call. Um look, I guess I don't have anything um revolutionary, but I I do think there is I think we're getting very close to a tipping point on price on the standard 6-inch figure. Mm fully articulated, higher degree of detail. And I just think collectors are burning out. I listened to the Jay and Rob toy show and there is very much a sense that, you know, particularly for Jay, I mean, Jay is a massive collector of a lot of lines, mm-hmm. loves his Star Wars. And the prices are just becoming, you know, I think he's sort of almost down to like one figure a month is sort of his, the way he can budget. And that's, you know, and I think that's flowing out to a lot of collectors. And I think in Australia, just, you know, it's great that JB is stocking a lot of, you know, McFarlane. You can go in and pick up some relatively decent price stuff. I just think the the Hasbros, the Star Wars Blacks are going to start losing their ability to be at mainstream. Mm. And we're going to see a lot more stock just disappearing because stores, if I kind of judge the... Christmas sale clearance prices that we had this year and what some of those $50 figures are having to get discounted to to move, there'll be a point where retailers just won't pick mm, them up. Yes, they just won't yeah. be appealing to them and they'll be looking for things like DC Superpowers by McFarlane, Ninja Turtles by Playmates, Ninja Turtles by McFarlane. Those will be the yeah. sorts of product that they're going to look at stocking. So it'll, it'll potentially leave a gap and drive a lot more of this stuff online so where is that tipping point yeah kind of has it already happened or is it is it coming mm. i just don't know how <laughs> how it can keep sustaining itself okay so mm. that is it let's see what happens in 2023 we can look back on this one and um, find out and- how amazingly wrong we were yes yeah. probably probably <laughs> $60 Marvel Legends figures are flying off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. We appreciate your company and to all our patrons for your ongoing support. Thank you so much. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.